0: More frightening and more fascinating than most people ever imagined or dared to contemplate. Your parents, your teachers, never told you the whole story, either out of ignorance or fear. Your politicians may know, but they keep their mouths shut. The door is open. Throw off your chains and blinders, arm yourselves with the truth, and take a walk along the razor-sharp precipice of the outer edge.
1: Is the outer edge on the PSM Radio Network? It's another Sunday. Oh, actually, for me, it's it's now past Sunday and into Monday morning. So, I welcome all of you, fellow time travelers, uh, with us. Of course, tonight is Mike Mott. Mike, how you doing?
2: Good, man. How are you?
1: Hey, just doing fine. Beautiful weather uh, uh, this afternoon. Uh, I guess it's it's gonna change for us. it's Gonna get cold again, but uh, right now for a February, it's uh, not too bad. Usually, not you too know, bad. Well, you know, usually here in Indiana, February is you know gray and bleh, cold and you know snowy, and though yeah. you know, though actually, you know, here. We have actually had our heaviest snowfalls extremely early, you know, like, uh, uh, right after Thanksgiving or, you know, just before Christmas, that, you know, that sort of thing. And then February tends to be not nearly as snowy, but, but just, you know, cold and, cold and nasty. So, I mean, I, hey, you know, if, uh, if, if, if this is part of climate change where, uh, you know, February has more, uh, uh sunny days than and cold and gray, I'm all for it.
2: Well, you know, it's called weather.
1: Yes, exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> you know,
2: I mean, I remember being a kid; same thing happening. You know, mm-hmm. and I remember, you know, extreme snowstorms like everybody's screaming about lately. We we used to call that wintertime.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, it for me it would be interesting to be able to go into the future, and you know, maybe. 150, 200 years, and then you know, just see what actually has has taken place. You know, whether or not all the predictions, one way or the other, you know, actually happened, or if it was if it was a situation like you said, you know, it's just weather.
2: You know? Well, you might find Morlocks, you know, and the Eloy. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> the way things are going, it wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs>
1: in, in 200 years, man, that's a, that's a quick – that'd be a
2: quick turnaround. <laughs> hey, man, look what's going on in the world.
1: Uh, that's true. Hey, I was wondering, um, did you – Notice and it, it's 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 been out for a couple of weeks, but more and more, you know, uh, people have been blogging about it. The uh, uh, the alleged antimatter telescope.
2: Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, I'm not sure if I can totally buy it or not, um, but you know, I also have to say that you have to have original thinkers. You know, uh, uh, what's this guy's? It's, uh, it's Doctor Santilli?
1: Yes. Yes. R.M. Yeah. Santilli.
2: Yeah, he um, he's known for hadronic physics, hadronic chemistry, and nuclear fusion stuff, and and apparently he's had a lot of conflicts with other physicists. But you know, I mean, that happens to original thinkers all the time. But yeah, he claims that he's uh, built up a telescope that can see antimatter and he can see entities, beings that are invisible to. To us in the visible light spectrum. And that they, but they, but apparently they can see us. They're like, according to him, they were like surveilling the, uh, the Tampa Bay area. You can see them in the sky above the city so and they weren't ufo's they were more like living things
1: yeah well that's that's you know that was his observation that they're you know invisible entities but you know the the articles that i've read i mean there's no clarification by what he means by invisible entities whether or not he is seeing you know like things in the sky sort of like the uh, the 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 critters you know remember remember the photographs of the, yeah. of, the of the critters from back in the early 60s or are just exactly you know what these so-called invisible entities? You know, well, he says they inhabit.
2: Are. Yeah, well, he says they inhabit the Earth's atmosphere. So, you know, very interesting because it does remind you of of you know uh, living UFOs that have been seen. Mm-hmm. Where people have encountered like big globs of jelly, uh, you know, these things seem to be uh, sentient. You know, they'll find the remains of them. You know, you are not know talking about where the falls of jelly come from the sky? Right. Or, or the big giant one that someone found one time that basically melted away, but he, you know, they, they said it looked like a, a, a giant jellyfish. Um, you know what? Trevor Con- James Constable, isn't that who it was? Called him, uh, yes. sc- uh Skyfish or something like that. Mm hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, the rods and things like that. So, when you take that into consideration, along with the the ancient traditions of uh, you know the sylphs um, from the uh, alchemist uh, elemental tradition, the sylphs of the air, you know, it's just pretty strange. You know, because according to like uh, according to you know the Islamic tradition, there are some types of jinn that inhabit the air. Uh, they're not humans, but they're not angels. They're they're somewhere in between, and they're stuck kind of either under the ground or under the sea or in the atmosphere. Which, I'll, of course, that ties in again with the uh, the alchemy stuff with you know the the silks of the air, the undines of the sea, the noms of the earth, things like that. So very mm-hmm. interesting.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's uh, uh, a lot of people who have had fairly close observations of, say, like you know, UFOs. Oftentimes, they say that the, the, the whatever these things are act almost like they're alive. Um, and I know that I've seen videos of you know lights in the sky that dance around, um, almost like you, you'll see insects. You know the the, the way you, you know uh, bugs and right. stuff will 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 fly and dive and and, and whirl around each other. And yeah. so you know it. Uh, uh, the idea to me, I mean, doesn't sound that unreasonable. No, know. it, uh, it
2: yeah. really does not because when you look at uh, the microscopic world, I mean, don't don't forget that until just a couple of hundred years ago, people did not believe that microbes existed. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: They oh, thought yeah. it was all. Yeah, they thought it was all just. They thought it was crazy. is what they thought. The diseases didn't come from microbes. Microbes didn't exist, you know. And it wasn't until the the invention of various things that they discovered that they that they did exist. So instead of being microbes, I guess these these could be macrobes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know, it's well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see more about uh, if, um, if if Dr. Santilli releases these telescopes actually sells some so that right. uh, uh, that other people can actually uh, try them out and make the same kinds of observations you know he he said in his uh, on his website and I guess on a press release that the telescope was originally constructed to look for antimatter galaxies which, right know, he, which he says you know, would be invisible to our eyes
2: but think Not, about it i mean how many how many scientific discoveries have been made by accident a lot oh yeah
1: oh, yeah. oh so, I, I'd say yeah. major, majority of them <laughs> so
2: so yeah he found this i mean that's the fact that he found this by accident to me that's that in and of itself is compelling
3: mm-hmm.
2: he was looking for one thing and he found something else you know yeah um I just yeah.
1: Uh, I just wonder though, if his terminology of say like antimatter light uh which uh, he says it's a form of light that has a negative index of refraction, thus requiring concave lenses to focus it rather than the traditional convex lenses used in you know conventional telescopes you
2: know so in other areas, words go in, ahead in other words it, it's it's it may be the opposite end of the visible light spectrum that we mm-hmm. that we see mm hmm
1: mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Which would make sense. But, I mean, you know, the, the use of the word antimatter, which, you know, I mean, I was always, you know, taught, as with the rest of us, that, you know, antimatter in this universe is pretty few and far between. Because, right, very
2: rare. Yeah, yeah,
1: because, I mean, it tends to, uh, when it comes in contact with, you know, uh, uh, uh you know, normal matter, normal matter, yeah, yeah. It, they both tend to uh, uh, self destruct. <laughs>
2: yeah, so. and, and the idea also is that antimatter exists in another dimension that's a mirror of this one. Right. So,
1: right. So I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. You know, I mean, if uh, um, uh, if our listeners want to know more about. Um, the uh, uh, um, antimatter telescope. I mean, all I have to do is just—I mean, I just—that's—I just, I just typed in antimatter telescope you know, into Google, and it just—it it popped right up. But uh, Doctor Santilli. I mean, he's got his own website, which I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it you know, at the moment. But right. uh, um, you know, the uh, the website Ancient Origins, uh, www. Ancient. Uh, dash origins.net has uh, 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 a pretty good article uh, about this, including some graphics on how he says his, his telescope works. So I encourage everyone to uh, check it out.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, it's very it's very interesting, and it really seems like he may have found something. The question is what? Because <laughs> from the way he talks, it sounds like these things are behaving intelligently. Right, So, right. Which well, is interesting.
1: Oh, you know, very interesting, I think. Now, um you uh, uh, you you tagged me on on this one and it's a video of uh, uh somebody walking uh, was the guy walking? Yeah, in front of a mirror and he doesn't have a reflection.
2: Yeah, it's interesting because it looks like it's two cameras that are working together to make the picture.
1: Yeah, they're like security cameras.
2: Security cameras. But you can see the entire room, including a young lady sitting nearby, in the reflection. It's a boutique or a shop of some kind. And she's sitting there, and you can see the entire room behind her. And there's a, another person walks by. The first guy walks by, and complete reflection is shown. Then this guy is shown standing at the counter. He turns around, and he walks by the exact same spot. Uh, trajectory, I guess you could say, the, the same path that the previous guy just took right before him, mm-hmm. and he casts no reflection at all, and it is very strange because the guy is dressed all in black, and he's got, you know, black sunglasses, very pale skin, kind of like a men in black sort of a deal, so it's it's a very strange video, and, you know, I looked at it several times, and, you know, I'm sure that you could fake it, you know, with the proper software, but... It's very, very convincing. So you have to wonder why would somebody fake something like that? I guess maybe so. People like us would talk about it. I don't know.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, and you're correct. I mean, you know, with uh, um, uh, the editing systems, you know, that are now available for you know, just, right. you know, just regular computers, it's very easy to uh, uh, to fake something like that. And yeah. So I mean, you just you know, uh, you know, unfortunately. In this day and age, it's uh, a photograph or a video just unfor- doesn't cut it anymore.
2: No, it doesn't. It yeah. really doesn't. So I mean, it's it's, it's very interview. hard. It, yeah. You yeah. need that in combination with eyewitnesses, really. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And you yeah. know, with all these all these deaths we've had this year, all these uh, rock stars and and such <laughs> passing away, very very sad. Of course, of course, people die. But, you know, I saw one yesterday, which really was a bummer. Uh, Bingo from the Banana Splits died.
1: No. And, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. Oh.
2: Yeah. So, so I he, think uh, a week ago it was Animal from the Muppets, but then I saw him on television the other night, so I don't know what to believe anymore.
1: No, I think I think Animal is still alive. Okay. I, 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 do. It's, I haven't heard anything about that. But now Bingo uh, from the Banana Splits... Uh, which prob- <laughs> probably most uh, most people anymore have no idea who the banana
2: splits were. So, uh, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, this is our this is our pop culture reference for the night. So.
1: Right, right. Well, and, and and I tell you, I I actually met the banana splits once when uh, we went to <laughs> uh, to Kings Island in Ohio. Did you really? Yep. And uh, they uh, they the banana splits were were there. They were opening a ride. I can't, I can't even remember what it was called. That was probably, you know, like the, you know, the banana splits wild ride or something like that. And they were there to, to help open it. And we just happened to be there that particular day. So I got to, got to shake their hands, get their autographs and all those things. So, yeah.
2: Oh, wow. That's awesome. It is
1: Very awesome. Well, and, uh, um, all kidding aside, uh, I should also mention that, uh, uh, Edgar Mitchell, the uh, uh, yes, the, yes. the lunar module pilot on uh, Apollo 14 passed away. And, and in fact, he passed away on the eve of the 45th anniversary of his lunar landing. So yep. uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of an odd bit of synchronicity there. Yes. Well, and uh, yeah, it was an
2: interesting guy.
1: He was, know? he was, I mean, he was one of the few, uh, of course now, okay. Right. Almost right from the very beginning. Um, um Mitchell was interested in uh, uh, ESP and, and psychic abilities and things and things like that. Allegedly, he participated in a telepathy experiment to see if he could send and receive uh, telepathic images from a group here on Earth while uh, on the Apollo well, it was orbit. mission. Right, yeah. right, and uh, I, you know, I don't remember offhand just exactly what the uh, what the outcome of that experiment was. It doesn't matter because nobody would have believed it anyway.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he he founded something called the Institute of Noetic Sciences, Mm -hmm. which was sort of a a thing that studied, I guess, what you could call fringe ideas, fringe science ideas. And a lot of the stuff that he was studying there is now, you know, kind of of accepted by some mainstream stuff. And and people are more open-minded about these things now. But... Back when he first started doing that, he uh, he he got a lot of opposition and a lot of ridicule for some of that stuff.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I I remember when I was a young teenager, I went to a um, um, a convention in Indianapolis uh, that that had a lot of uh, uh, speakers on the realm of, uh, of the paranormal, and one of the speakers was Edgar Mitchell. And, oh wow, that's yeah, cool! And he talked. He talked about his, uh, his, his interest in in all of this, and his, uh, you know, attempted experiments uh, uh, while you know up in space. But you know, once again, I can't remember just exactly what he said. The outcome <laughs> of it was so it was it was a real it was a real pleasure to uh, you know to hear him talk and to actually you know get a chance to uh, uh, you know shake his hand.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Well, he, you know, he was one of the guys that was always making. Failed uh, references to, to the possibility that there were UFOs on the moon. So, you know, they probably didn't. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, he's not the only one, but he was one of the first to kind of, kind of say it. You know.
1: Well, and to think that you have an astronaut talking about that. Yeah. You know, to me that makes a big difference. You know, that rather than just having you know just just. Somebody else,
2: was to me. It adds a little bit more credence. Well, he was the sixth man to walk on the moon, so you know. I mean, uh, yeah, he does have some some standing with uh, ideas like that. But right, right. Uh, well, and- you know, they, they signed an agreement. They can't tell. All. There's some things they can't say. They can't tell you. No, no. Okay. But if he's dropping hints, you have to wonder. You know, what's he trying to tell us? Or is this disinform- disinformation? You know. You, you, what did you how can you tell you can't really tell mm-hmm. but
1: uh, well and there was a uh, you know uh, gosh, it was just a few months ago actually that there was an article that came out that you know supposedly quoted uh, um edgar uh, Ed- edgar mitchell that uh, uh, extraterrestrials are here and they they help prevent
2: uh,
1: an atomic war you know, he, he, yeah, in our talk- past,
2: but uh well, you know, that that was interesting. And see, that was one of the ways that one of the things that I didn't really agree with him on because he had this view of such things as if they were benign. Mm-hmm. And the incidents he's talking about, UFOs, these are the, is actually verified incidents where UFOs shut down nuclear plants and almost caused a, a meltdown, or shut down nuclear facilities and almost caused a, an atomic war. They didn't prevent one. Right, they came in there and, and and people you know we don't we didn't know if it was the Russians, the Russians didn't know if it was us. you know it could have caused an
4: atomic war mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm.
1: well it, I mean he he said actually after the fact that he had been misquoted and that article you know was written based on nothing that he really said along those lines.
2: Good, yeah because you know I mean things like that, something that has the ability to shut down your defensive systems. I wouldn't say that was uh, necessarily a, a benign force, you know.
1: No, no, no. Well, I mean, it it all depends. I mean, if if you have uh, uh, several nuclear powers just right on the edge of, uh, of of the rockets starting to fly to each other, and something came around and shut all of them down at once then, you know, I, I would say, yeah, that's, that's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because, you know, there there have been stories that have also come out of the uh, former Soviet Union where they have the same things happen to them. Exactly. Where UFOs yeah. flew over their bunkers and uh, uh, manipulated the electronics of their missile systems.
2: But, you know, when these things happen, we we probably, you know, we wonder if it's them and they wonder if it's us. Mm, oh, yes, exactly. So... Yeah.
1: All right. Well, uh, Mike, we need to uh, get ready and take our first break here. But before we do, why don't you tell us a little bit about our guest
2: tonight? Well, our guest tonight is Jane Rodriguez. She's a a 14 investigator researcher. Um, She's uh, been doing it for a little while now, and she's a very creative person. She's a musician and uh, just a really interesting person, and she has a lot of interest in these topics. Actually, I think she's recently done a blog post or an article about the uh, Centilles telescope that we were talking about earlier. Oh, cool. And uh, Yeah, she and I were recently on, t- on a show, uh, another radio show, talking about CERN and the Large Hadrian Collider, and... Uh, there was a bit of controversy on that show. That was when my website was hacked right after that show, that very night, actually, mm. after I got off the show.
1: Oh, so, I, def- I definitely want to hear all about that because I don't think yeah. I don't think the entire story has come out
2: about what, nah, prob- what was going on. It probably never will.
1: Well, but I mean, at it's, least it, you know, at least took, we can get your perspective on it.
2: Yeah, it took me. Two, you know, it took uh, it took a little over two days for them to to get it all back. So. Um, it was the blog so Mm. yeah you know I mean I had something there about the Large Hadron Collider so you know um, that's just uh, that's how it goes (laughs) 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 step on toes sometimes whether you realize it or not that's right we got to a heated exchange with somebody who had posted to us that she had friends at CERN and then Mm. then that happened so it was just interesting
1: Okay, well, let's let's save the rest of that for uh, when we come back. Uh, so, uh, we are, uh, you are, uh, we are too, I guess. But uh, you're listening to the Outer Edge on the PSN Radio Network. I'm Tim Schwartz with Mike Mott. We will be right back after these brief announcements. So please stay tuned. <laughs>
2: Still begs for change Mama won't say his name We like to talk about him Every
4: holiday My friends are moved away Music
2: just ain't the same We like to talk about him Every holiday
0: Conspiracy Journal is your number one source for the hidden world of the weird and strange. We bring you thought-provoking and controversial material for free-thinking individuals who are seeking what is really going on in our world today. Some of this material may adversely affect you. Other pieces are meant to enlighten. Either way, be prepared to be intrigued by such things as the reality of UFOs, ghosts, strange creatures from time and space, hidden conspiracies, time travel, Nikola Tesla, suppressed technology, and a whole lot more. You can find out more by visiting our website at conspiracyjournal.com there you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter sent directly to your email address you can also receive our free print catalog just send your name and mailing address to mr ufo8 at hotmail.com i'll spell that out for you mr ufo the number 8 at hotmail.com mr ufo8 at hotmail.com find out what they don't want you to know
6: Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile Talk Radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. TalkStream Live introduces our first-ever iPhone application, Mobile Talk Radio. Imagine having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. You'll be surprised how easy it is to use. So I think what's going on here is that Obama is banking on unemployment falling. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. You're listening to the Outer Edge Radio with William Michael Mott and Tim Schwartz, only on PSN Radio.
2: February eighth, two
0: thousand.
2: That's <laughs> yes, right, February eighth, two thousand sixteen, on the PSN Radio Network, and uh, we are now joined by Jane Rodriguez. Jane, how are you?
7: Doing pretty good today, Mike. Thanks. Doing pretty good. good. Got my Red Bull here, sitting in the sunshine. Eh, okay. How Red about you? Oh yeah, you can't Red go wrong Bull. with Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I know Casey likes to get on my case for that, calls it crap, but. It works, gosh darn it. I, I need something.
2: Well, you know, I mean, whatever works. I'm drinking coffee myself, so.
7: Yeah, I did that this morning. I had to. <laughs> yeah. Now,
2: night. you're a musician, right? So you've been up all night playing music. Is that correct? <laughs>
7: well, not, not, you know, usually I am. Um, yesterday I was just visiting with a girlfriend. I came home, and I just wasn't able to go to sleep. Sometimes that happens. Um, yeah. And then my, my two-year-old, uh, she... She's on a funny schedule because she's got a cold. Whenever she does, has a cold, she doesn't like to stay asleep all night. So then I'm yeah. up, and then I start, you know, listening to Coast to Coast or your show or something, and then I can't sleep because <laughs> my brain is going a million miles, miles an hour, you know, thinking about stuff. So. But, well,
2: yeah. um, now as a musician, you're, you play the saxophone, and, and you're in a group that is uh, has something to do with Chubby Checker. Isn't that right?
7: Uh, Fats Domino. Fats is. Domino.
2: See, yeah. I see I got the wrong guy. Fats well, Domino. So you're in
7: the same family. Checkers, Dominoes, Fats. You know. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, <it's laughs> That's pretty funny. So anyway,
2: so so uh, Fats Domino is it like his some relative of his? His nephew. His
7: nephew. Oh, okay. Yeah. His nephew got the gene, the piano playing gene. And um, they're from oh. New Orleans. Yeah, and and he's real good. And and his his uncle Fats is a real nice man and. You know, uh, he told he told Eddie Domino, that's the name, of his nephew, uh, the, the leader of our band. He said, yeah. you know, play play my old songs, play them, please. And he's still alive. Bats um, is. That's cool. Um, yeah, he went through Hurricane to Katrina and everything, and it was real nice because people, he kind of lost everything, and people helped him out. You know, his buddies, um, yeah. so They guys, you know, helped him out. And, um, but anyway, yeah, I are just a good family. And uh, he's, he's just losing talent, just like his uncle. He's real good at the piano and sings, and he writes some really good originals, too. Well,
2: you had a, you had a, a video the other day you showed me of a really great singer in your group.
7: Yes, that is Cami Swift. She is incredible. She, she gives me um shell sometimes when I hear her sing Etta James, I'd Rather Go Blind. And I think I sent you a different Etta James song, um... Oh, what's the name of it? it's a new one. Uh, I can't think of the name remember. right. She's just practicing, and she just sounds great. So I'm just yeah. Real she has f-
2: some pipes off. on her for sure. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, everyone in the band is pretty cool. I mean, you know, it's hard as a musician. I've been in so many different bands. You can't. You can probably imagine how. You know, musicians first of all usually are a little off. Something's about Something's <laughs> country. But um. It's, it's rare to find a group of people that are really authentic and just nice and kind there's not a lot of big egos happening yeah. even though everyone's extremely talented nobody's trying to fight for the center everyone's very like are you okay is everything okay with you like is this okay if I do this you know we're all you're all extra careful to just make sure everyone else is good which is really nice
5: yeah so, that is good
7: yeah. that's rare yeah for sure
2: Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, go ahead, Tim.
1: Go ahead. Oh no, 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 no. I was just, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, uh, I should have thought about this earlier. But uh, we, we should have got uh, had Jane get her uh, saxophone ready, and she could uh, play us something to, uh, sometime during the show, just, to, just so our audience can hear how fantastic she actually <laughs> is. <laughs> oh, thank
7: you. Yeah, that would have been fun. Um, I did that once. For uh, the Cafe Enigma show, the one that I, I co-host, I played some uh, Christmas carols <laughs> during Christmas time. That was fun. <laughs>
1: Next time. <laughs> Next time. That's right. Well, um, uh, before the end of the show, we'll have you, uh, uh, you know, if you have like uh, uh, some of your shows on face, oh, not Facebook on uh, YouTube or anything like that, uh, you'll have to let us know so our listeners can uh, look you up themselves.
2: Absolutely.
1: All right, My fantastic. Mind. All right, Mike, go ahead with your question. <laughs>
2: I, I was just going to say that uh, it's interesting because I came into contact with Jane. She had sent me a friend request, and you know, tell Tim. Yes, you do. You know, you get a lot of friend requests. People don't right. know who they are. And I, went, I've had this happen a lot with Facebook lately. I went to click it, and then the page did this little jump, as Facebook loaded some kind of crap. And the and instead, I hit the. The, uh, the delete this suggestion so so uh, so, then, so then I said you know wait a minute I don't even you know so then I sent her a message and uh, talked to her a bit, a bit and then we connected on Facebook uh-huh. but since then man she's connected with JC Johnson uh-huh. and she's doing uh, Crypto Four Corners and she's doing all kinds <laughs> of cool stuff
7: that's exactly what happened <laughs> yeah that it that's exactly what happened Tim um I heard Mike on um, that other show, um, The Higher Side Chats, and I just, I have never heard anyone, a researcher, talk about things the way that Mike does in terms of um, aliens, like, you know, what you said particularly, like, why do they all have humanoid features? Why do they have one head? Why do they have two arms? Why do they have two legs? The biodiversity of Earth. If they're from a galaxy far, far away, why do they have big eyes? Like, if they're traveling through space you know wouldn't their eyes be smaller because they don't want to absorb all that radiation stuff like that exactly exactly but, hey, you know no one that may, that all makes sense to me you know and 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 corroborates with the stuff that i've researched and yeah so i just like i want to be friends with that guy and see what he has to say on a daily basis so that's why cool. i friend requested. Yeah. him <laughs> that, that can be kind of scary sometimes though um
2: but yeah jc you've done some investigation stuff with jc haven't you
7: I'm about. Um, he wants me to come up to Minnesota when the when it gets warmer, because now his son is out of the military. I think is what is happening now. He said I just had, was on the phone with him um, this weekend. I called him up, and he was mentioning how his son gets out, and I'm assuming it's the military. So they're kind of. Yeah. He, he's doing stuff with the NRA. Uh, long story short, I'm supposed to go up there with his son, and and uh, we're gonna go do some hands-on research looking but in the meantime i've been researching on my end like we wrote an article about the pukwudgies for instance yeah and, yeah. yeah and phantoms and monsters and strickler so i do stuff like that and i'm kind of like the brain trust he calls me or he calls me as a nickname because he sends me some stuff that just in case you know some spooks try to go out through his computer which you know that's yeah. not unheard of Someone and it's else. good to
2: back it all up externally if you can, by the way.
7: Exactly, exactly. Okay. So, yeah, he just has me. Hey, Jane, look this up, write up a little paper about it. Okay, on it. And I love it. Yeah. It's right yeah. up my alley. I love it.
0: <laughs> he's, a good, he's a
2: good guy. He yeah. is. we we'll him on the show a few times. So he's a, yeah, salt of the earth sort of
7: guy. Awesome. So He really is. He's just true blue, authentic, like just like you, you know,
5: just a, a normal
7: that. person. Oh, absolutely. But so smart. So, uh Curious, and I I love that. You've Got to be curious,
2: man. This universe is wild. <laughs> and, and, and you just don't fall for the party line, you know. No, on anything.
7: And of anything, that's right. And I, that's that's kind of
2: like Tim and I were talking about with uh, this guy Santilli and his telescope. You yeah. know, what I felt compelling about it was he was looking for something totally different, and he accidentally found these things, and you know, uh, sees these things in, in the viewfinder. And mm-hmm. to me, I mean, so many discoveries have been made, great scientific discoveries have been made by accident, where someone was trying to do one thing or looking for one thing, and they find something else entirely, you know, unexpectedly. And that's mm-hmm. what it seems like has happened here. And to me, that lends his story uh, authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you know, but, but if you go and look him up, you'll see that everything he comes up with, Mm-hmm. Uh, he like on uh, hadron hey F- physics stuff like that. I mean, he just causes causes an uproar because oh, all yeah. the established people they right. all just go crazy. Kind of reminds well, me of what happened on the show, right?
5: A-
7: absolutely, that's the thing about. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing about um, the world that we live in is that our current scientific community has a whitewashed version of the truth. So if you don't parrot, that line, their sanitized version of what your data... Say you have a data that says one thing. Say you found a skeleton of a giant. Well, they don't want you to acknowledge that that exists, regardless of how many skeletons you come across, because it's right. not what their plan is for humanity to understand about the world that they sure. live in.
2: Well, sure. I mean, even, even yeah. some of the old giant skeletons you know, that, that have been found in North America, I mean, yeah. they do not fit the entire... Worldview of out of yeah. Africa and, and all this other stuff, you know, they they totally blow it away. They show that, that there was an ancient civilization, exactly. maybe as long ago 10-12,000 years ago, and they just you know they, they can't tolerate facts that don't conform to their worldview, and yeah. that's unfortunately that's where a lot of science is now, you know. Um,
7: um, oh, it is.
2: It, it, it's a and priesthood. It's not science. It's, no, it's it's an orthodoxy, and you mm-hmm. have to conform to it in their yes. little world. And they will come after you. They will try to discredit you. It's kind of like when, when we were on the, uh, your show, and yeah. and uh, we were talking about the Large Hadron Collider. Yeah. And a lady from NASA came on there, remember?
5: Uh-huh. And oh, she,
2: yeah. <laughs> she, just, she, just, she just lost it. She, she could not yeah. rationally discuss, even consider the possibilities oh, of what was that, being said. No. She was losing it. And, and um, the thing about it is that she has accepted the party line. She swallowed it. And she is not going to deviate from what is permitted to even be considered or talked about.
7: And you know what I think that is? I don't necessarily look at her and think that she's one of those high-level honchos that are sitting no, there discussing what the paradigm No, what, what I truly feel from her, because based on her reaction, went from zero to 80, so to speak, and, and how, how yeah. badly she wanted to get out of there. And how badly she just hated what we're, you know, it just was a ba- violent reaction in a way. She just it's like stop, it was. stop talking about it. It's because I think what she has is what a lot of people, you know, in the world, whether you're a scientist, whether you're a teacher, whether you're whoever, is that you you already decided how the world works and how the universe works. You've already yeah. made up mind that it that that this is how it works, and you know whether it be the establishment line, whether there be a New Age line. And if someone challenges that belief system for that person, it can be very uncomfortable and very, it's like, it's like shattering their identity, you know, it's like taking away something from them.
0: Well, I think also, too, you know, she, she
2: said she had friends as her. Yeah. And, and, and so her, her concern probably is also, you know, I can't just let this go unchallenged. I yeah. have to defend my friends. I have to defend the status quo. So that I'm right. not associated with the fringe people out on the internet oh, yeah. doing radio shows that are saying crazy stuff. And so. what got me about the yeah, what, what got me about the whole thing was the whole uh, deal with Stephen Hawking, where yes. you know the the, the entire project uh huh um, is based know, on Hawking's theories right. about the yep. evaporation of black holes. Right. And so they get this thing ready to go, and then Hawking comes out and says, "Hey, wait a minute! I might have been wrong. <laughs> it might yeah. destroy the Earth." you know may, yeah. you may create these little ba- black holes but they may not evaporate I, I can't say for sure
5: and then and they go ahead and do say? it
2: anyway and then so we point that out to her and mm-hmm. so she just starts putting down Stephen Hawking like he's crazy
7: right
2: he's fringe he's come out he's, he's out there and I'm sitting here saying well you know the whole project is based on Stephen Hawking's and you did appearance. say that
7: exactly
2: yeah.
7: it doesn't so matter you can't, though. See, you can't have
2: it both ways
7: no, and but that's what they do though, and it doesn't make any sense. And they no. come, it's like she. I understand too. She's she's got a, a years of training. She she was in NASA. She's a scientist. I'm a layman. I understand that. I know that I don't know as much as she does. I don't I don't know as much as you do about the subject, but I do have a, a, a rational mind, a functioning mind. I do want to understand. And I don't think I'm out of line for asking questions or, ch- hey, if I'm a layman and you're the expert, then enlighten me, please. How am I wrong? Show me where I'm wrong and then I can learn. Um, but when you brought that up about Stephen Hawkins, I mean, right there. Absolutely. That That's what the whole project was based on, his theories, his ideas. Yep. And then he changes his mind, which I respect him for that, William, because, or Mike, because that's not what... Well, a lot of people would do change their mind and say, I was wrong. He introduced
2: introduced a note of caution. In other words, maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong, but I may be wrong. So you might want to, you know, go slower on this. And they all just basically went ahead and did it, you know, um, Oh, uh, and we don't want to uh, get into that, but you know
1: mike well That's mike fine. jane mike jane let me uh, let me ask you real quick i mean for uh for our listeners who who may not have uh, caught that program why don't you take us back a little bit to the uh, uh, to the very beginning of that and uh you know what was it uh, uh Mike that you were talking about that uh, uh, uh offended or you know that 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 lady uh took umbrage with
2: well we were talking about the potential dangers of the Large Hadron Collider and the, the, mm-hmm. the possibility of cl- creating different subatomic particles that could aggregate or could um, grow into something worse.
1: Well, what what are the what are they doing that could cause that to happen?
2: They're
5: making well, tiny black
2: holes. Well, they are. That when they when they slam together these particles, mm-hmm. you know, they, and they're quantum size. You know, they're tiny, tiny particles. But when they slam them together, it throws off all kinds of stuff. And what they're doing. The whole thing is predicated upon a series of lies because what they do is, first of all, they'll say say something in their various statements about how, well, these – they say, well, these kind of collisions occur out in the universe all the time. You know, these particles are slamming together out in space all the time. That's a lie.
7: Oh, that's yeah, right.
2: Yeah, that's just a flat-out lie. Okay, what they're doing is they're taking um, very heavy uh, um, protons – and they're slamming them together at nearly the speed of light, as fast as they can get to the speed of light. But they're slamming together with extreme precision, both traveling at close to the speed of light. Which means mm-hmm. you could That's basically they're say they're, you could basically say then that they're impacting at double the speed of light. Think about that.
7: Yeah, because so, they're listening. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, and there, it's 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 things like uh, lead and, and, and gold, things like that, which are very very heavy.
7: And this is and, the point where she started getting angry at
2: him yeah, for saying yeah. just
7: that.
2: Yeah. And, and, and what do you think and, is true preci- Yeah, it's, it's all true. And their they're, they're precision, <laughs> they're, they're slammed together with perfect precision, okay? Well, out in the galaxy, you don't have lead and gold molecules zipping around, both of them at the speed of light, and then perfectly, exactly smashing into the, each other. I mean, the odds for that happening are, are just unbelievably, um, you know, it's just not going to happen. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you have cosmic particles out there bumping into each other, sure, but it's not a controlled collision. It's super, super high energies, which is what this is. And so, the whole okay, the whole thing is predicated upon, oh, we're just going to tell the stupid people out there that this is not, yeah, that that this is harmless. But then, when they first started the project, they even said things like, "Well, you know," they were asked questions by people who were concerned due to. Statements made by other people in science and physicists. Who
5: in concerned.
7: the project themselves. The yeah. People who were in the project, they walked, they yeah. Walk,
2: gone, yeah. Yeah, and other people who were who are out there, like uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Rossler, who was a, uh, a Nobel Prize winner, who said a number of things could happen, you know. I mean, and we can talk about that in a minute, but, you know, when they were asked about these things, was there any danger to these, to these you know, because the way this thing works is they have supposedly found the evidence you now. The so-called God particle, the the Higgs boson. Okay, so, but that's that was the whole point of the whole thing, you know, trillions of dollars of, of money from all over the world tax dollars to pay for this thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they supposedly found it. Well what are they doing? They're ramping it up to higher and higher power levels. They're doing more and more powerful and violent collisions. They're just constantly turning it up, you know, until I mean they they literally don't know what they're gonna find, most of these
7: collisions. They said Stephen Hawkins said that it can unravel the universe. Yeah. Said that Yeah. I mean, so so, I out of line for saying, hey, wait a minute, like, can I ask you some questions about this? You know, what do you think? Did I get a vote? I don't think so. (laughs) But here's the thing. When when they first started, they
2: were asked some of these questions and they said smart things like, well, there's always a chance that we could do something that would destroy the Earth. But we think that the odds are very low and we're willing to take that chance. Well, gee, who elected you God? You know? Or, Or they'd say things like, uh, well, we think we could just destroy the Earth, but the odds of doing that are the same as winning the lottery three times in a row. Well, guess what? People have won the lottery three times in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they, they say all this really stupid junk, and then they're talking about quantum stuff. Well, as you guys know, you know, quantum stuff is not just, you know, a bunch of little particles banging around. The the Years ago it was established, you know, through something was was discovered called the Heisenberg Uncertainty Principle. And what they discovered was when they were dealing with these subatomic particles that when they were observed they would behave as they were expected to observe. But when they were not observed, they would do just the opposite or something totally different. And even if you thought about the experiment while it was running, it would do what you expected. But if you just forgot all about it, went and ate your lunch and was, you know, talking to somebody if you were talking to somebody about something totally different, then the experiment's gonna do something different. So that tells us that reality itself is affected by our consciousness by our, our awareness our thoughts and maybe by our expectations on the subatomic, super subatomic level, on the quantum level Tensions. so in other words everything that holds everything together is consciousness and so when you start dealing with quantum particles and you start making weird statements you could be causing the very thing you're talking about to come to pass
7: is accelerating quantum particles after all and yeah. what you're talking about is sounds like metaphysics right but it isn't it's science it's spiritualism but it's
2: science it's mysticism, mysticism. they, they cross the point where science and mysticism are one and the same
7: and they have and so, the, they have and that They know, they know they that know. but but when you say that they they do that and that that's how reality is they laugh at you that's the name of the game when i yeah. say that and you say that oh, you're a nutbag you're Me, we're but,
2: but, but you. meanwhile jane what are they doing they're they're doing all this ritualistic stuff they've got all this yes. symbolism all over the place
7: right.
2: Shiva the destroyer a bad and yeah, they're it, sitting on yeah they're yep. sitting on the actual site of uh, uh, the the temple of Apollo or Apollyon, the destroyer. Yep. Uh, you know, they got all this key and keyhole symbolism. You know, and of course, Abaddon or Apollyon had the key to the bottomless pit. They, you know, they're yeah. talking about they're even talking about opening wormholes. Well, what is a wormhole if it's not a bottomless pit? Okay, let's say you manage to open a wormhole, even temporarily. How do you know where it's going to open? What's at the other end? You could open in the heart of a star. Okay. Yes. What was then? What would come through? You know, instantly. The Earth, the, the earth is test. Yeah, well, I mean, they, know, they're constantly they're, doing stupid things. Like, that. I mean, they're 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 playing Russian roulette with the planet. Is what they're doing. They,
7: this all fits in with everything, though, and you know it does because it's a, all part of a bigger picture. Because it all fits in with the GMO. They don't know what they're doing with, with that. They admit yeah. that they're making cameras right now—human, uh, animal hybrids. They're saying that. They, yeah. they're, they're coming out with the fact that, yeah, we're, cro- we're, we're crossing animals with humans. What are you going to do about it? Um, they're doing all manner of evil. Uh, the name of the game is just basically perverting creation. It is.
2: I, and it, and, and, it, and lying it's lying
7: to everybody, hub- everybody it, and creating a false reality.
2: It is. It's, a, it's hubris. It's, it's we are as gods now. Look what we can do. We will will change reality ourselves to be what we want it to be. Well, you know, you have to be careful when you start thinking that way because you may end up being part of, oh, I don't know, the slave race or your your descendants may be. You know, you may – that's why I said something earlier to Tim about the Eloi and the Morlocks, you know. You may end up being the Eloi, you know. Well, the well, Morlocks they, are really running things, and you're here for their convenience and their sustenance.
7: But that's wisdom. <laughs> that you, but what they've already crossed over into an evil where they don't even view things that way anymore. No, they it's don't. Like, right? If they they have, it's like have you ever see that movie, The Ninth Gate. Yes. It's it okay, it's like yeah. that guy that was looking for the book that Saint uh, the rich guy, the one that burned himself alive at the end. Like yeah. they're so crazy that they're just. They're hell-bent on destruction because that's what demons and, and all of that stuff is, is destruction. They hate, hate hatred of mankind. Well, hatred of, of
2: mankind, you can see that with all kinds of stuff that's going on now, related to these people and their their so-called science because all this stuff's interrelated. But it's, it's, it, it's it, looking down on humanity as uh, a, a parasite, as right. um, a, a, like it's a virus on the planet, all these ideas that dehumanize people.
7: And, and they teach basic... this in universities, by the way, too, yeah, exactly. about the population, yeah. uh, how it's good that uh, you know we might be faced with a virus that will wipe most of us out. I mean, everything that we're saying is not uh, something we're speculating about. These are all admissions. What they teach, yeah. what they put out right. in, uh, in, in scientific papers, what the Rockefellers have said. Well, what, what it is,
2: it, it's like it, it is. It is the Luciferian principle, we will be as God, we will be God, we will be gods, you know, there's there's the whole transhumanism movement, and there's some of the guys that are really big players in that, they're older, old guys, you know, really elderly guys, they have basically said, at least one or two of these guys have said, I am going to become a god, and you will not stop me, I will kill anyone who tries to stop me from achieving godhood. Oh,
1: that's, that's that's a nice start yeah. to being a god, and isn't it? It
7: doesn't surprise me. Because scientists, you know, supposed scientists. Yeah. When yeah. you look at movies, and you and you see movies about good versus evil, you know, the crazy villain, the crazy evil person, Mordor, you know, the Aesauron, they are twisted yeah. beyond recognition of what a right. normal human being can contemplate.
2: And they want to be god. god
7: right, they themselves. want it all. They, want to be god. they have a they hatred mean? for the actual god. They have a sure. contempt for the... The real god and humanity because humanity is made in god's image Check. which is why the angels don't want to have anything to do with us um they because they have contempt for us but what they did is 200 angels fell book of enoch says it 200 angels fell yep. they started mixing their dna with stuff perverting everything in god's creation uh, animals mated with women and ever since right. then they've created the tower of babel nimrod They've created a, a, a bloodline on the planet Earth to make sure that certain people have, maintain a certain percentage of this angelic DNA, and uh, and that's the scientific community. <laughs> the yeah, who knows?
5: You know, Okay, uh, they're, they're, uh,
1: uh, uh, I, I, I want to play. I want to. I want to play devil's advocate here, if you uh, forgive okay. forgive the pun. <laughs> um, yeah. Earlier we had discussed um, how one of the principles of uh, of, of quantum physics is how uh, f- uh, 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 things can change from our observations, and that uh, consciousness, uh, uh, the universe wouldn't be the universe without you know w- without consciousness. So, to me, doesn't that almost sound like that? That we are gods. I mean, maybe you know, not aware that we're gods. But uh, well, what's what's I, I the know. what's the difference? You know, okay. that, that's a point I'm trying to put across.
7: We are we're made in, in the image of God, and that right. we are creators. We're not. Yes. We are different from the animals. We're not as. Uh, we don't have the abilities that the angels have. They are, are created differently, but we are given this choice where we can create things. We have the, the, the free will factor. We can, show, we can follow God or we can do our own thing and be, be little gods ourselves. Uh, we can uh, make a home or we can make a, we can fashion a weapon and kill people with it. We have this incredible choice. We have but we have physical bodies too. God made a physical universe. He made a physical earth that's made out of hard concrete stuff. and, and, and that's like that's therein lies the whole rub, I think. When I think about it and I think about what demons are, I think this yeah. is all just about jealousy because these are disembodied spirits that are pissed off that they, you know, that God sl- slighted them. They, 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 they want to take yeah. us to hell, basically. Yeah, well, they've
2: even said as much. And and, and here's here's the, the thing about another aspect of what Tim was asking about. Mm-hmm. You know, we're told, like if you read what, what Jesus said – Something in your yard with some wood and some nails—that's affecting reality, you yeah. know. But at the same time, and I wrote a book about this. And Tim actually wrote the the afterward to it. It's called the the Problem with Density in regard to non-human encounters. And oh. it, it looks at this quantitative stuff in terms of physics and so forth with with non-human apparitions and manifestations that are f- seemingly physical. And it seems like the very disembodied intelligences that, that Jane's talking about, they like they're not creative. Like she said, they're not creative at all. Mm-hmm. But they're mimics. They mimic everything. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they may they may actually be using the quantum realm that, that pool of consciousness and human expectation. Yes. Even if it's subconscious expectation yes. to manifest all kinds of, you know, to
7: model it uh, for you specific yes. for the like, it's my, yep. like, oh, I yes. just saw my dead uncle. It's yep. not really your dead uncle. It's something else trying to feed off your energy, exactly. but it's, it's reading your thoughts, your heart, your mind, you know, everything right. that you might and have. Whether
4: it's, yeah,
2: and whether it's your dead uncle that you thought you saw, or whether it is some sort of creature that's got various attributes of different animals and hum, and a human. Yeah. It's something that's being put out there by the human subconscious, and these things are just saying, "Okay, let's just let's make right. one of those, or let's use these source materials and let's make one of these, and just just to kind of keep people confused, to keep people, you know, on you know, questioning God and questioning reality, okay. and, and even to make people look stupid." Okay.
7: Oh yeah, and there's different it, kinds it, of demons it, for sure,
2: different purposes. Sure. And then, yeah. uh, there's a guy, a, a good friend of mine, uh, a guy, a uh, really good guy. Uh, um, I've not met him in person, but you know. He, Really seems to have it together in terms of research, and he's a paranormal researcher and do uh, ghosts and stuff. And I guess for a long time he believed that ghosts were real. He believed that they were humans, but then he, he had an experience. Uh, this is, I don't know his, his initials are DJ, but he he had a, a no a DY, excuse me DY. He had a, a, an experience where his wife would have these dreams about his mother, his deceased mother, and she would wake up him about these strange dreams she was having. And she was wondering if it was the woman's spirit coming to her. Mm-hmm. And when one night he woke up, and he sees this apparition stand at the foot of his bed, and his wife's asleep next to him. And he opens his eyes, and he sees this thing just standing there, and it looked like his deceased mother. And he sat up, and he said, Mom, Mom you know, is that you? And this thing suddenly changed to a most hideous reptilian, humanoid, demonic, the most hideous, the most hideous thing you can imagine, and it basically lunged at him, okay, mm-hmm. and then it disappeared. Yep. And he that, woke up his wife, and she said, "I was just having a dream about your mother."
5: Hmm.
7: That corroborates what we were just exactly, saying. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. these
2: things masquerade as things that that they're not, because they have an agenda. Deceptive.
7: They don't have, yeah. yeah. They don't have creativity. They're not really the person that you want it to be, but they know that that's what you want, obviously. Right. But their agenda is—they have a profound jealousy of humanity. They have a profound jealousy of being physical, too. I hat- think they have a hatred of humanity
2: because oh, yeah. under, understand, understand this. Okay, we're, we're told that a third of the angels in heaven fell.
5: Yep. Okay,
2: a, thir- a third of them.
5: Yeah.
2: There could be there could be billions or trillions of them. We don't know how many of them there are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when they fell, that means they left a higher state of being where they were in constant contact, like plugged in to the source. Okay. All of a sudden, they were cut off from the source. They're very powerful, but they are designed to work running on that particular current. It's called God. Yeah. They're, right. they're designed to work with that. So they're cut off on their own, and they want to be gods. They used to set themselves up to be worshipped as gods. They still do, actually. Yes, they do. And, yes. And... and and because that's how they get energy. That's how they get current. Exactly. Since, we're made in God, since we're made in God's worship. image, uh-huh. well, we give them worship in any form. Mm-hmm. We're giving them what tiny, tiny little bits you of what they used to get. Us. Okay, that they can't get anymore. Again, that makes them dependent on us. They hate us. Anything they do, they're dependent on humans, that's and they right. hate us for that.
7: Because, and like I think you that said, was, yeah, we're made in God's image. That humanity, oh, go on. I'm sorry, Just humanity has a lot of power. It was yeah. Yeah. okay go
2: on then I was just going to say that you know when Satan fell people don't understand I, I really don't think they, they understand what what happened there you know it could be that the instant that he that he had a thought I'm going to be a god I'm going to be as good as God look at me look how great I am the instant that entered him he fell. Because he's connected directly to God. So the instant he hit, he, he thought that, that thought of his, because we're talking about, talking about how telepathic some of these beings are, the instant he thought that, that thought infected a huge percentage of, the, of others,
7: uh-huh. and they felt too. The virus within the... Yeah. Yeah. It's like software. software. Yes.
2: So yes. now all of reality has been contaminated with this virus. Like anti-
7: yeah. There's a version. There's the, the clean version, the real version. Then there's the anti version.
2: And see, if you're if you're once you study these things and you study, you know, um, Judeo Christianity and and uh, ancient uh, apocalyptic writings and apocrypha and all this stuff, you come to realize that they're trying to tell a very complex story in a very simple way, so that everybody can understand it. And a system wipe is coming. There's a system restore coming. Unfortunately, when the system restore comes, anything that's infected with the virus, including human beings, they'll have to be purged from the system. Well, since we're made in God's image, that means that we we have an eternal component. He's got to have a place to put us, along with those evil things which corrupted the system. Mm -hmm. We call that hell, okay? Mm -hmm. But somewhere there's a place waiting. Where the contaminated files can be put. You understand what I'm saying? Yep, it has to be separated. And they, and they can never get back out and recontaminate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they can never get back out and, and recontaminate the revamped version of creation, which is coming. That's the way I see it, anyway.
1: No, well, you know. Actually- yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna, I was just gonna make a point here. You know, Mike, when you were referring to, uh, a little while back how, uh, these entities, a lot of times, you know, they, they, they work to deceive us. They work to make us look stupid. It, it reminds me of a number of, um, UFO contactee cases, uh, where yes. these, these, you know, uh, these beings allegedly coming off the flying saucers, you know, they'll, uh, uh they'll give, uh, uh, prophecies, uh, to these people. They'll tell them, you know, like, well, there's going to be an earthquake or a plane crash or, you know, or, uh, a UFO, you know, UFOs will be seen over such and such city at such and such time. And all of these predictions will come true. And then finally, the contactee will go to the press and say, you know, my, the, the flying saucer people have told me that there's going to be a mass landing, you know, out in the desert and let's, let's all go and greet them. You know I mean everything that uh, they've told him so far was uh correct, but this point when everybody's attention is to it, nothing ever happens so then the guy is ruined i mean generally afterwards, yes. you I know mean, i mean sure. yeah his credibility's gone he they he, you know he he ends up losing his family he, you know any sure. uh, you know any material possessions he had he's devastated, and I mean that sure. just reminds me exactly of the same kind of situations that you were talking about, except you know on the uh on, the, on a paranormal level, which a lot of people don't realize that uh, uh, UFOs and the paranormal, there's not that
2: much of a difference. No,
7: Well, you not. know what Casey always says? He always says you replace the word ancient aliens or that title and put it ancient principalities and fallen angels, and it kind of, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know.
2: Because, because of, they, you they can become physical. You know, you oh, find yeah, they the have old, technology. The time, and angelic,
7: just, angelic technology. I
2: mean, when you know, when, when uh, Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed, they came to uh, to Abraham
7: mm-hmm.
2: as physical beings. Does it a of the city lot of energy and, to do that? I mean,
7: yeah, I yeah. would
2: think so. Yeah. yeah, two of them came. Three of them came. Two went to the city, and one stayed behind and basically had lunch or supper <laughs> or whatever with, with Abraham. I mean, they, they could be, and were told, you know, uh, be kind to strangers because you may be entertaining angel, yeah. an angel unaware. You know, you may not know who this really is. That, that that's there, so they can yeah. they can become physical when they want to, and what what Tim was talking about with the UFO stuff, um, the same thing happens with so-called uh, psychics, because they'll make all these predictions and and they'll have all these things that Medium. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mediums, psychics, clairvoyance, and then they'll make all these other things that become like oh man, hugely, hugely apocalyptic, catastrophic. And all this stuff, and it never happens. You know, Edgar well, that's Casey, people
5: get in
7: trouble in, ge- in general. Yeah. I mean, if when yeah. they start naming dates, like everyone should know that. Never put a date to your prediction. I mean, come on, right. that's against exactly.
5: that.
7: Never well, put a date to it, because that's that's your death warrant right there well, as don't, far as credibility. Don't,
2: don't forget, we're told that we're told. You know, um, in, in the scriptures, we're told yes. test the spirits to see if they are of God. We're also told that if someone makes a pre- prediction, even if they're supposedly a prophet and they make predictions they don't come true, that's a false prophet.
7: Absolutely. Exactly. right
2: they may get some things right because yes. the, the things that are feeding them, the, the, the material knows some stuff that we don't know, but they don't know everything.
7: They're not, they're not, yeah, they're not God. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So they're going to, you know, sooner or later, they're going to get it wrong. And when they do, then you know that this is somebody who was was fed a bunch of false information. Like I said, Edgar Casey was one of these guys because yeah. he literally became demon possessed. They called it a trance state, you know. Right. And the, and and when these things would take over him, a voice would come out of him that was not his voice, and would say, "Yes, we have the body now."
7: Yes, we have the body now. Well, that's yeah, what my yeah. mom. I grew up. My mom told me, you know, you never trust those supposed psychics because they're mm-hmm. if they're not right a hundred percent of the time. They're not, right? Because if, if you're if you're plugged into God, the source, as you said, um, where you're plugged and you're an angel and you you are with God, you haven't fallen. Then how can God ever be wrong? He knows everything. He's the author of the beginning or the end. The Bible
5: for, for this,
2: uh... So anyway, um, it, it's one of those things where where, and this is something I've run into when you start talking about these topics. People that have a, a paranormal lifestyle—that's what I call it—like they're into the occult or they're into tarot or or whatever it is they do—they don't want to hear it because no. they, they have invested so much of themselves and who they think they are, which they aren't, into doing this stuff. That it's just like the scientific thing we talked about. Before. I was just going
7: to say it's, it reminds me of the NASA. It's,
2: it's the same thing. They, it's they feel
7: threatened. Identity.
2: Yeah, the, the idea, their identity, their sense of self-worth, self-importance, yeah. um, wisdom, all that stuff is threatened.
7: That's the end of, the end of wisdom, though, because truth, the true scientific pioneering spirit will admit when it's wrong. It just wants to know the truth. If you come yeah. in and you just say, you know, I might be wrong sometimes. I'm not going to always have,
5: like, can well, I know
7: like... what the truth is? Can you teach me? Right. That's, that's the beginning of wisdom. And, and I'm and not doing my own horn. I just know from experience in the past yeah. where I've explored the occult. It's not it does it's not the real thing. It's it's not it's demonic. It's all it's a deception. It's and all deception. It, and it, it, and it you know, these all things are it. so smart, they can yeah. follow you around, they know your personality, they know your thoughts, they know your fears, they know your hopes, and they can mimic so many things and, and tailor tailor it to specifically for that individual. To keep feeding yes. them tidbits over time. Th-
2: there is a network of these things. They they, they give each other information. Yeah. Um, you know I mean that does happen. We're told that, you know, that that, that they do have this going on and, and so people think well they were talking about you know, these silly Christian people talking about devils. Okay, think of it in terms of discarnate entities from another dimension.
5: There
2: you go. <laughs> think oh. of it in terms of quantum entities. That exists on a quantum level. Okay, think about it in all these other terms, and all of a sudden, it's not so so weird and and, and crackpot anymore.
5: But this
7: is what they don't want us to be talking about. This is what the whole the whole community we were just mentioning. They have, if you think about it, the whole system of enslavement that we have going on right now is a true perversion. All our freedoms are being taken away. we're being tied on PMO. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, horrible wars that are being perpetuated. And everyone knows that it's BS. Everyone knows it, okay? Everyone knows yep. that GMO is BS. Everyone knows that the Fukushima thing that's going on is BS. Everyone who has any brain at all, who, who considers what Stern is, knows that there's something that's a little off with that. You just keep yep. thinking down how the world has been going, and and you got to, you know, if there's this much bad, if there's this, this much concerted effort to just... Keep doing the wrong thing all the time. Like, what's wrong with everybody? Like, then you gotta ask yourself. Well, think, well, think about this. Where does it come from? People. They don't want
2: to think about it. They don't. They don't. They just want their little world. They don't want their little world view disturbed. Whether they're a NASA scientist, a CERN researcher or who's part of a research team getting a good paycheck, or whether they're somebody sitting on their butt watching, you know, hungry, hungry housewives, as I like to call it, or dancing <laughs> with War Runs. they're watching this crap on television. They got their little routine, the, the Super Bowl yeah. or whatever. They, don't know what, they go. They're having this, this. What's word a good word for
5: it? The comfort.
2: This, uh, I'm trying to think of a good word for all this this mush, this this Discount. puerile crap
5: pumped into their eyes, ears, Red and in nose.
2: Yeah, it, it's constant though. It's constant. They're it plugged into that. They're not plugged into finding out what's going on, or or trying to find out who God really is, or trying to figure out what's really going on with with GMOs or. Or the uh, the globalist agenda, or depopulation agenda, or all these things that are going on, or CERN, they don't give they don't give a crap, they don't care. All they care about is, um, you know, my, my TV shows coming on. Uh, I'm going to get drunk this weekend. Oh look, I got to watch the, I got to follow the, the Panthers, the Chargers, or whatever. You know, that's all they care about. They they don't have, that
7: don't matter. They've
2: lost. The, in some ways, they've lost their humanity. Okay, Mm -hmm. Because they're just puppets. They're just being constantly fed pablum. That's the word I was looking for. Pablum. Constantly. Pablum. Baby food. Constantly. And that's their world. And so when they come into contact with something that's not part of that, it absolutely, they can't deal with it. They're going to reject it. They're going to freak out. They're going to attack it. And that even goes for the uh, the so-called paranormal world. The new age version of it. Oh, sure. It's, it's, yeah, it's the same thing. They don't want to hear this. They want to believe all this stuff is this and that. They have all these new age explanations for it. But the instant you mention uh, the Judeo Christian perspective, they lose their they lose it, man. They, they they absolutely can't deal with it. Okay? Because it's something they don't want to deal with because it means that those crazy Christians are right which also right. would that mean that I have to straighten myself out or I'm going to be right. in trouble in eternity. Yeah, it,
7: it changes the you entire change. view. You have yeah. to change. You are then given the choice where you have, you are you know, it's a serious you decision. You will be held accountable. Held accountable, accountable to a higher authority, and it's going to happen. And in your bones you know it's real, but, you know, it's easier yeah, just I think to. If
2: I, don't, if I don't join that club and it's not going to affect me, I'll just say I never was a Christian. Well, who, right. You know your creator does your creator actually does care he gave you the choice loves you. he but wants you to know. You, have, you know you have that choice and you have a choice to listen and learn and then you have a choice to go your own way to be a little god okay i'm a little god i'm i'll be my own little god and i'll be a temple and a worship center unto myself and yeah and that's not going to save you when the, when the big time comes no. and you have to then you're held to account for the Creator, okay, yeah. and I'll give you a perfect example. The heard me talk about this before. Uh, many years ago, I was contacted by a woman um, by email, and she had had read some of my stuff somewhere. I don't know where it might have been online, or I don't know if she had the book or what. But she said, "She said I need your help." She said, "I don't know where to turn. I'm in trouble." And she went on to tell me the story about how, for most of her life, since she was a teenager, she had been raped by invisible entities. And this is very similar to that entity case out in California, way back when. She said that she was being held down by little entities and a big one would rape her. But she couldn't sleep. She wouldn't turn off the lights. And whenever she was by herself, she could feel them coming around. And all this kind of stuff. And she was terrified. She was about to have a nurse breakdown. She didn't know what to do. Blah, 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 And it really terrified, personally. And I had no reason not to believe her. Okay. Okay. So... She says, can you help me? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, first, I need to know something about you. What do you do? What is your lifestyle? You know, what's your, what's your personal belief system? Nice. And so she writes me back to this email. She says, oh, I'm, I'm a white witch, a white exactly. witch. Yeah. I, I, I practice white magic. I do divinations for people. I channel spirits. I read tarot cards. The spirits talk to me through the cards. I help people. I do all this kind of stuff. So I wrote back and said, listen. I said, you spend all of your time, your entire life, you're trying to communicate with the unseen world. You're trying to communicate with beings that you can't see, discarnate entities and alien intelligences that are out there. And I said, they're answering you. Right. They're coming and they're saying, okay, she wants to interact with us. Let's give her some interaction. I told her, and I she said, you can't control what they do.
5: No, I, said, you you have... Have
2: I... I said, unless you become a Christian hurtingaxe yes. the, and right. you have no protection at all yeah all you have done is it's like you have put a big floodlight oh, yourself
7: exactly the welcome man
2: yeah you wrote out exactly you said here I am mm-hmm. I'm you're giving me things that I can tell people and there's gonna be a price to pay for that oh yeah so I told her I said this is what you need to do I said you need to give all that stuff up get out of the occult yes you know come to God ask his forgiveness Yes. Go to the real source of spiritual power and say, please forgive me. Please help me. Turn my life around. You know, Come to Jesus Christ and pray for him to protect you and your family and drive all these dark things away from you and out of your home and away from your family. And yeah. I, I said, and then, you know, and find some people to pray with you about this. I said, then this will stop. Absolutely. So I waited, you know, and, and about, uh, I guess just a few hours. She writes me back and she says, who the hell do you think you are, you son of a bitch? Yeah. Judging me, you know, judging my lifestyle. This just means I'm chosen. This just means I'm special. I said, "Lady," I said, "You asked me for my opinion." I said, "I told you my opinion." I said, you, you might be in well, with the Spirit that does not like, you know, well, we well, might be the in demons that in her. her did not want to hear that, and oh. now I want to hear it?" And I said, mm-hmm. "Because that's what she had. She had demons mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely." I said, "I said you wanted help." I said, I give you my opinion. I said, if you follow my advice, let me know how it goes. If you don't, then don't communicate with me anymore, period. Because um. this is a waste of my time, and, you know, it gives, it gives those things access to me,
7: you know. So, yeah. And, and the thing is that she never did communicate with me again. Well, you had a clear answer. She had a, an obvious question with an obvious problem where the obvious source was, and you had the only –
0: the only,
5: the
7: only, and that, cure uh, but well, the only store for it, but she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to be a. She doesn't want to repent. She doesn't. No. You know, she doesn't want to be accountable to God. She doesn't want to have to change any of her. Anything. She doesn't want to change her
2: lifestyle. No, her
7: lifestyle. She
2: said, "You know, I'm a pagan. I'm a Wicca. I'm a this or that." Okay, first of all, Wicca is a fake religion invented by a guy back in yeah. the 50s. Gardner, anyone's exactly. Gardner, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. It's not even. You know, it's not even what they. Think
7: no,
2: it's not real. <clears throat> no. And it pulls in stuff from paganism, uh, Satanism, uh, different types of, uh, uh, like, uh, like, Crowley stuff. It's all a big hodgepodge of all this junk. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean it won't affect your life. No, okay. It doesn't mean that you're not opening <laughs> yourself up. No, the new age so, stuff and is... i, I found you what, what it is for these people. Uh-huh. And I say these people. I mean, it's everybody that's into this stuff. What it is, is I am powerful. Look at me. I Look know. what I can do. I will take control of reality. Right. I will yeah. command spirits. I will, okay, yeah. you know, and, and without fail, they're wrong. It's pride. It's pride. It's, it's I you know, God, you, know what you to do. You know, God is telling you what to do because he hates you. He's just trying to give you a guideline so that you don't miserable life, and end up in a really bad place for the for eternity.
7: Yeah, make mistakes that'll um, alter your life, that'll ruin your life, that'll hurt alter, you.
2: Alter the actual fabric of whatever you are. Everything. That effect, he says,
7: don't do these things because I love you, because I want you to not make these mistakes that will hurt yourself and your family, everything. Yeah. You exactly. know, it's not because he wants to take away our fun or control us, or he needs well, us to here. be like, I don't have his last do dog or, or, or yeah. slave driver are we are completely free because we have given our it's a humility thing it's a humility factor um
2: Spiritual matters,
7: absolutely. But that the whole so, thing is what we're talking about. This is a whole huge picture. This is a huge picture because we're talking about the underlying root truth of everything. Where whether it be CERN, whether it be aliens, whether it be uh, geopolitics, everything. Right. This affects everything. everything because of the it deception. Does. Um, it does. Because, you, and, and,
2: and you think about these, this this thing with with people. They 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 have this misperception and this. Okay, we have a a certain system of government that's based on something called natural law. The Constitution is based on something called natural law. Well, natural law is based on something called the natural rights of man. Both of them are interrelated, But they are based on the Magna Carta, which was based on the Bible, okay? So this has ended up over centuries giving us the Constitution of the United States, And Mm -hmm. the Declaration of Independence, which talks about the Creator, endowing us with certain inalienable rights. means we're born with those rights automatically. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, those are rights that tie into what you were talking about earlier, free will. So we're told we have the right of free speech, free expression, the right of religious freedom. Whatever you want to believe is fine. But that's where the deception has come in with people because you can believe whatever you want to. Or your opinion can be whatever it wants. You know, everybody has. You've, I mean, times have you heard this? I have a right to my opinion.
7: Right. Sure,
2: sure you Unless do. Unless you're a Christian, Every, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't but, hear but, it. yeah really. On. But think about what I'm saying here. Okay, right. you have a right to your opinion.
5: Mm-hmm. But the
2: the, the the deceptive assumption that everybody now has is all opinions are equally valid. All opinions are equally true. Yes. What's well, true for you isn't true for me. True for me, my, it's uh... my, my, my personal truth isn't your truth.
7: What's the no. name of that philosophy? It's called a uh,
2: uh, sol- sol- solipsism.
7: It, it's yeah, solipsism, but it's also uh, not, no real, real. Ah, I can't think of it. But go, go
2: on.
5: Situation ethics. Situational but, but, ethics, no. open ended. Yeah.
7: There's no truth. No
5: yeah,
2: truth. and, and see, the, the the thing that they end up with is you you end up with everything becoming disjointed, which is what we've now seen with with everything we've talked about. Yes, because because when everybody thinks that a little god under themselves, and mm-hmm. everybody's opinion is equally true. Okay, that's, that's not true. Didn't they create
7: the culture, though, Mike? They created the culture. Right now, we live in a, in a in a period of time in America where we have fallen so far away from the Constitution, the Magna Carta, the Bible, and everything that's that now that they say that if you, um, they, they have a, a repulsion for them, for anything that makes any kind of sense. Right now, they well, want the to.
2: If you look at the Constitution, you'll see that the Constitution will be twisted around. I mean, people will twist it to say they exactly don't. the opposite of what it
7: says. Well, some, some people are saying in universities that they, don't, they think that the the Constitution is passe, that we well, should, they, you know,
2: they, come they, up with a new... Go, then they can go live somewhere else.
7: Exactly. Well, we live in a okay. time period where so, 2 plus 2 equals 7, and, yeah. you know, our, all religions are equal, e- even if they're, like, you know, marrying 8-year-olds okay, and cutting look, off kids.
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay, Religions are equal in that they are all religions,
1: right? Exactly. They
2: all systems. They all have yep. people who follow them, right? But once you have been exposed to, in you know, in no uncertain terms, what what the situation really is,
5: mm-hmm. you're
2: without excuse. You know, it's kind of like the people that claim to be atheists. They claim to be atheists, but boy, they sure do react with a religious fervor and fanaticism. Whenever they see anything to do with, with Christianity. Okay. They don't care about Islam. They don't care about Buddhism. Nope. They don't care about Hinduism. They don't nope. care about the old Norse pantheon. Nope. Uh, they don't you know Nothing. they don't care about that stuff. But anything. you mention you mm-hmm. mention Jesus Christ, man, they lose it. They lose Lie it. Off the hand. They get and so that's because they know in and of them they know that it's the mm-hmm. truth. Otherwise, they would not have such a very reaction. Why is it getting under now, their skin so bad? Exactly. They, they, that's the their right. Set out yeah. to exprute that and mock it mm-hmm. as much as they can. They don't go mock uh, uh, Shintoism.
7: They don't mock anything. They, they, Christianity yeah. gets mocked and made fun of all the time so on TV.
2: It hits the nerve. You know, it is. It, it is the thing that they the don't... Truth is that those very lurking entities we've been talking about—it is—it's what they don't want people to to come to or to come to the realization of. So you find this. I mean, if nothing else tells you that 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 it is the truth, that should tell you the fact that atheists don't care about any other belief system to that extent. Oh no!
5: That tells everything you need to know.
1: Hey, Mike Jane, a- Mike Jane, I need to interrupt you here. We need to uh, uh, go to a, a break right now. Uh, so uh, let's uh, uh, keep what you're talking about in mind so we can pick up where we left off. But I just want to remind everyone that you are listening to The Outer Edge on the PSN Radio Network. I'm Tim Schwartz with Mike Mott. Our guest tonight is Jane Rodriguez. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
4: Driving has a rhythm all its own. But don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety
3: Administration.
4: Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Street. Pizza sounds good. Ballin' Street, Girlin' Street.
3: <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the Rex. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Whoa! The moment my son saw a redwood tree, it's huge. Is the moment I knew that for him.
0: You the top of that
4: thing even the sky has no limit
3: there are some moments only the forest can inspire find yours at discovertheforest.org learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go your moment is out there find it at discovertheforest.org
4: brought to you by the u.s forest service and the
3: ad council Join the club that gives you stuff. Hey, thanks! Radio Loyalty. Here's how it works. Just click on the Radio Loyalty banner right now and sign up. Then, you keep on listening like you already do. But now you earn points. Those points add up, and you can trade them in for stuff in the Radio Loyalty store. Earn more points by sharing your station with friends on Facebook and Twitter, answering surveys, and by using the apps in the New Players App Store. Pretty simple, right? Radio Loyalty. Click that banner to join now. We're rewarding you for something you already do, listening to us. It's Radio Loyalty, and it's an easy way for you to get free stuff. All you do is sign up. Go ahead and click the banner now. You'll earn points as you listen, points you can trade in for great products and services in the Radio Loyalty store. You can earn even more points when you share your favorite station with friends on Facebook and Twitter. Radio Loyalty, it's free to sign up, so click the banner to join now.
6: You're listening to the Outer Edge Radio with William Michael Mott and Tim Schwartz, only on PSN Radio.
1: are back on The Outer Edge. on am Tim Swartz. Our guest tonight is Jane Rodriguez. And uh, Mike and Jane, uh, before we went on our break, uh, we were talking about um, kind of like the, the religion of, um, <laughs> of, uh, um, of, of non-religion, so to speak. Uh, of, of atheism. Atheism, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I... I think of uh, uh, Richard Dawkins. Uh, uh, I think I, I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. Who, I mean, he he seems to be the like the the the, the grand poobah <laughs> of uh, atheism. And I think he is. Oh my yeah. gosh! And I mean, the uh, he, about is, me. he is just arrogant. You know, every yeah. time. I hear him talk or read anything about him. I mean, he just... uh, The arrogancy just seems to flow from him. I mean, everybody else is stupid, and he is so smart.
7: He's got all the answers. That's what, you know, turns me off as a free thinker, as a little bit of a rebel, and I don't mean that in uh, the cosmic sense. I just mean that I'm anti-establishment. I don't want someone telling me what I can or cannot think, or to get mad at me for having an independent thought. Furthermore, when a person with a degree, a Ph.D. or whatever, is in a scientific setting or whatever, and he's talking, and, and if you have a valid question and they get rattled, like um, the NASA woman, I, I, you know, we're asking questions and she gets from having a polite, normal conversation to being just so agitated to the point that she didn't want it yeah. to be around us. She yeah. had to get away from us as soon as possible. Um you know, what is that all about? You know, like, you know... Well, it, 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 he
2: talked about arrogance, and, and basically when you scratch an atheist and you find somebody that's very, very self-centered and sure of themselves, but actually they're not. No, they, they're not. They, 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 they cannot cope with anything that rattles their cage.
5: Exactly. That makes
2: them question their little worldview that they have, and yes, their worldview is little. It's very small. <laughs> and so, And, and so when you, when you engage these people in rational discussion... They want to pretend like they're rational, but they're not. They're irrational.
7: They, the, they want to make sure that they can contain the conversation within yes. their, their paradigm yes. so they don't get out of it. Because then if you do, they'll lose control of it. They
2: lose control they, of it, and they cannot control. deal with facts.
7: No, they cannot deal with facts um, because, like yeah. we just said, the box, it, it doesn't include what they agree with. Now, it reminds me of several religions, right? You know, the Catholics, you know, you have to do this. I will kill you if you don't believe. Same
2: thing. It's the same thing. But here is the thing, too, and and, you know, a lot of these so-called atheists that claim they're atheists—they're not atheists. What they are, they are are agnostics, but they are arrogant about it. And so they'll say, "I don't believe this or that." And you could point out, for instance, uh, anomalous uh, sightings of strange humanoids or or, or sea creatures or anything anomalous, and they will the same scoffing. It was a wonderful attitude year. comes out it's, it's yeah. like anything they can't explain in their own little personal worldview and they'll, they'll, they attempt to couch their personal worldview and and the, as, as if it has all the all the trappings of science and fact and rationale behind it but it doesn't okay because it's one of these worldviews that says I will not consider anything outside of my worldview and you
7: know what's that, funny? That's,
2: not that's, that's not scientific
7: and you know, no, that's not. That's the opposite of scientific. Yes. Um, you know what's funny about that is like the way our modern culture is right now with the leftists and like that whole like scientific paradigm is that um, they want to say they they try to make convince everybody that they're real inclusive and that everyone must tolerate. So if you are intolerant, if you're a Christian and you preach out of the Bible that you don't agree with a certain way of life, then you are preaching a hate crime. But they are intolerant of your worldview because as we were kind of talking um, on break um, you can mention buddha you can mention hinduism you can mention islam you can mention anything with these people and, and they'll be fine but as soon as you mention jesus christ or anything that have to do with the bible
5: they or the wall right
2: yeah, they lose it and they, they don't they don't down. spend their they they literally spend their days obsessing Obsessed. about arguing with christianity and the judeo christian god did you
7: ever see that Paradigm?
2: but but they do not They do not address Buddhism. They do not address Shintoism. They do not, you know, the Norse pantheon. The, the, you know, they don't. They don't go out of their way to get bent about all that stuff because the kernel of truth that they sense in the in, in the Judeo Christian worldview is not there. So, you know, you you have the situation where they also have this 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 false persona that they put forth to the world where well, we're the skeptical ones we're more intelligent than you are because we're skeptical we don't just believe anything and everything you know this kind of stuff when yeah. actually they're not skeptics at all because the greek skeptics the actual original greek skeptics skeptical school of thought was anything is possible prove to me it's not possible right okay that that <laughs> was what it actually was and now it's the opposite they've twisted it around where prove to me that it's true prove to me that it's possible okay but that's you could ask them yeah that's what they did it's really debunkery is all it is mm-hmm. and it's humbuggery
5: hmm. yeah, if, if, yeah you humbug. say,
2: if you were to say to them do you believe in, in things that you can't quantify or measure they'll say no well hundred years ago could you prove that atoms existed yeah. hey, can you can you prove it now show me an atom well i have this table right here it's made of atoms according to who <laughs> According to all the latest scientific. Okay, and who told them that? And who told them that? And how'd they find that out? Well, they found it out by measuring the interactions of these the chemical reactions, blah, blah, blah. They have all these big answers. They did not do that research. They
7: didn't They're do that. taking
2: that yeah. on faith. Mm-hmm.
7: Exactly.
2: Okay? But,
7: but That's, what's, that's
2: what's just what's as faith based right? as any belief system that they scoff at
7: it's the world system that is in control right now. It's the same spirit that doesn't want, that covers up the the giant bones, the skeletons, because bottom line, follow the root to this whole thought, this whole, the way of thinking and the root is this, that God is not the one that you answer to. Mankind is who you answer to, that we are God, that we are in control of everything, that we know everything, that we have it all under control. And that, that, you know, don't tell me that I'm wrong. Do not tell me that I'm wrong because if you do, my whole life will unravel. My whole m- mental capacity will unravel. I have to question everything. I have to start over from scratch. My whole my persona, identity, my ego. My identity, yeah. Ego. Go,
1: there's, I, there's the word yeah, right there. Ego. Ego. It's, ego.
7: it's pride. Yeah. And, and, and if you think about it rationally, these people are the ones that are poisoning our entire planet, and then they want to go even further with CERN and potentially unravel the universe. And yeah. we're giving control.
2: Or, or, or they to want to do things like they, they, they basically... And look, you know, there's an old saying, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And so they have good intentions, supposedly. So, supposedly.
1: Well, they
5: but they really they have don't.
1: Good intentions.
2: Oh, oh, think about this though. They they want to do things like, uh, well, we want to create sheep and pigs that have human okay. DNA so we can create organs for transplant that won't be rejected. What a noble thing to do until you end up with ethical questions revol- involving sheep and pigs that are part human. Or yeah. until you end up with escaped animals that get out and breed with the population and create something totally new and different and dangerous. Or you know, yeah, new diseases, whatever. I mean, all these things that seem to have all these great uh, um, uh, humanitarian goals behind them almost without fail end up turning around and biting us. But
7: they like, don't. Really have humanitarian goals. It's really. I mean, that's. An, it's nice that you're giving them the benefit of the doubt and everything, but these well, but, people. But see
2: they, some, some of them believe that they do.
7: Some of them do. Yeah, some of them the, But some of the scientists that just they go in there with good intentions. I agree. The people who design the programs, I do not think they have good intentions.
1: Well, now wasn't isn't that what uh, uh, J C has been saying about some of the, uh, the 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 really weird creatures that have been uh, seen in the uh, well, you know, I mean everywhere, but you know the uh, the four points areas you know you're talking about uh uh unicorns and guys, I can't remember what some of the other you know bizarre ones were that these are creatures that are left over from i don't know what even before you know antediluvian times, sure that were uh chimeras that they were sure. genetic manipulations you right. know by the race before our owns. Uh, well you know,
2: well you know that that's okay. something that i that I talk about in caverns cultures and concealed creatures that these creatures are a lot of them are are, are chimeras that are left behind from genetic experiments and intentional creations
5: mm-hmm.
2: as now, servants or, or 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 for a purpose by the by the by the nephilim
7: this explains of, a lot you know who are part it? Even,
2: you know what's that now
7: this explains a lot i mean doesn't sure. this explain it in a nutshell sure like the sure aliens does. It explains, um, I don't know, the geopolitical control system that we have. Why they're lying to us? Well, they're
2: they wanting to do the same thing again. So now we okay. see the same forbidden sciences, what once would have right. been called sorcery, mm-hmm. is now being it's reemerging
5: yes. under
2: the auspices of advancement, being progressive. You That's know, the good of humanity, humanity. Right. all this kind of stuff. But we're told, you know, we're told that you know, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man returns. In the days of Noah. Noah and his family survived, not because he was such a nice guy, because he was a good dude, but he got drunk right after the footload, you know? I mean, I mean, look. Yeah, well, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we're told why Noah survived. We're told Noah, says, it says God found favor with Noah because he was found to be perfect in all of his generations. Yep. That means physically, genetically, he had not been contaminated with non human DNA. His whole family group was still pure. And he had to have that group because a promise had been made that a that a that a redeemer would come of a specific bloodline. And if the entire human race had been
7: Jesus Christ, by contaminated, the way.
2: then that could never have happened. And God's That's- not gonna be a liar for anybody. It's not in this nature, it's impossible. So everything had to be wiped clean. And so all these things were going on, we're told that all, this is in the regular Bible, all flesh had corrupted its way up on the earth. Well, then you go and look at the three different verses of the book of Enoch, you look at the book of Jasher, the book of Jubilees, and various other uh, ancient books your, that used to be in the Bible, but uh-huh. they're not
7: anymore. That's East yeah. That.
2: And we see that before the flood, that these beings, the Nephilim, who were in human bodies, some of them were giants physically, but they were also mental giants. Okay? They, they were as far above us as we are above maybe spider monkeys That's or something. They were very yeah. intelligent. Okay. Yeah. So they looked on us with contempt. They set themselves up to be worshipped as demigods. That's why in the book of giants, one of the Dead Sea Scrolls, you have Gilgamesh or Gilgamesh come in he's the leader of giants who are in rebellion against God.
7: And like I said, we just insert right here of uh, ancient aliens. You can insert this with the Anunnaki slaveries and everything. This will explain all that stuff.
2: Sure sure it, sure, it does. And that's what's kind of funny about me being on ancient aliens because, you know, my whole take on it is that they aren't aliens at all, that they're fallen angels and in human form. And they're offspring. And of course, since they're ancient, they are ancient. They're more ancient than any aliens could ever be. They're ancient. They go back to the beginning of the universe. So, they have a lot of knowledge. They can become physical. They can become part of this reality, and they can manipulate reality. They can create technology. They're not stupid, okay? So, you know, you have these, these various paradigms out there right yes, now that are being pushed. You have the evidence of that. But have evidence of that. Yes, yes. But see, <clears throat> the, the whole idea of, of ancient aliens is a falsehood that's speed put forth by those again who do not want to acknowledge a biblical cause. opposition, uh, Mike. It's <laughs> they, they want to find a way to to explain everything uh-huh. in a way that will not make them accountable. Exclude God. To the belief system. Right. Well. See. But but, but again, you talk know about religions. Well, the whole thing about ancient aliens is it's a religion. It oh. is a religion. It has its high priests. It has its its dogma. It has its tenets, okay? It is a religious belief system. It's just a New Age religion.
7: Exactly. But see, this is what um, I think, you know, and you know that J.C. and I agree with you there, that this is what the ancient aliens is, is the genetic um, manipulation, or next we know it's the Nephilim. And then yeah. they put creatures and other hybrids, these are the uh, the result of the mixture or whether their experimentation and whatnot, their contamination of creation.
2: Yeah, they're they're, they're, um, they're just Well don't but also it, don't forget to do that, that they're doing
7: it again. Yeah, oh yeah. We're, and it's all it's all You know that you saw, did you see the new x files how so it's like this quote unquote disclosure or whatever? Like, um, I think now tell me your thoughts on this. Like, you know, I think that the government is Still working in like the higher ups, the high, high ups, the ones who control, the ones who design the culture, the, the ones that design, put this or in, and implement things like that into place, the ones that create me, the like, cultural memes and trends and this just, just to create deception. Bottom line was what I'm getting at. These people are in cahoots still with these fallen angels, and they still to this day want to maintain that bloodline. And that's
2: the whole. Keep keep in mind that these so-called fallen angels—that's what they really are—but they—they—they have no doubt, you know, portrayed themselves to people as being something that they're not. That's what they do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This absolutely. We're aliens. We're. We're your creators, we're the ancient aliens, we've returned,
5: we are, sure. you're,
2: we, we've are. Our... we oh. been guiding your evolution, yeah. we've been watching over you, we're now going to intervene, we're the ones, you know, I mean, you know, it's the same old stuff, and it's what the Bible calls principalities and powers, it's the rulers the of the spiritual darkness, the rulers of the spiritual darkness of this world, Ephesians chapter 6, okay, yep. so, you know, it's nothing new. It's just that the presentation changes, the way they present themselves
7: right. Like you said, I heard you say before, like before it used to be wooden ships in the skies, um, yeah. you know. Yeah. They'll, they'll present themselves in different ways to suit the, the present culture.
2: Yes, as, they do that. In a
7: scope of their understanding, yeah.
2: Yeah, so, and they do that, and they and they try to present themselves as just a little bit more advanced. Right. So that, so that they can have a little awe and a little worship and a little compliance with what they're exactly. doing.
7: Yeah. They're so far above us that oh my gosh, we're yeah yeah yeah. Well, but
2: if,
1: I, I think actually that I mean they have been um, playing with mankind in that very same capacity, you know, that you just talked about, uh, uh, Jane. You know, they're kind of like the uh, the consults of the uh, the, the human uh, controllers uh, of the planet for decades. And that's
7: yeah. that's what I, that's what I think. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like if you look at the big picture and you step away from it. Uh, What what we're talking about right now is not going to be on TV in Ancient Aliens. It's not going to be real popular within our group, which is the uh, paranormal crypto world. So what we're talking about here is still very, we're very, um, this isn't a popular paradigm. And that is done on purpose because there's such a deception that is so perfect. Just like you were were describing earlier earlier about that woman who had those problems with being raped by demons at night these things deceive and they they want to make sure that they will that people don't know what we're talking about that these are nephilim that this is that that's this could be the truth and they want to make sure that you're that that you sign on and subscribe to another
2: another world view
7: another world view they, exactly
2: they want they want you dumb and compliant yes they want you to watch tv watch sitcoms and
7: Super, and, and,
2: and Super Bowl and, and, and reality television and all this stuff. They don't want you thinking about the big picture behind all of it. Right. They don't want you to, you know, and that's why there's so much opposition to it because when people have to think about these things and then they have to start considering the fact that what they want to do may not be exactly what they should be doing. Yeah. If they want to, like, uh, if they're worried about the destiny of their their actual eternal soul, yeah. People, you know, they, they don't want to hear that. They, want, they would rather um, shut that down quickly. And that goes for the ancient alien crowd as much as it does anybody
7: else. Because that takes um, God as the one who is above us instead of mankind. Yes, Not yes. Properly.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, you'll hear Eric Von Daniken say, I believe in God. I believe in God. I also believe. I am a Christian. You know, and all that right. stuff. And, and, you know, it's like, okay. Yeah, but his idea is some sort of force out there that just sort of blindly created everything, and then all the stuffs just sort of evolved, and then this one alien became Jesus, and that's what he sees as being a Christian and, and believing in God. But that's not what it is. What it is is a way of saying, I can believe whatever I want to. Again, my opinion is equally valid to every other opinion. Well, no, it's not. Truth by its nature is singular. Truth can only be one thing. You look up the definition of truth. Truth is whatever is factually true. Whatever it is, it is one thing. It is a constant. It is an absolute against which all other things are measured. Okay? Right. And that's why atheists have such a a strong aversion to Christianity. Because they don't go out and have a strong aversion to Satanism. They don't go out and get all bent about people who are worshipping wooden idols in in the Congo. They don't care about that because that to them is not a threat to their worldview and to their pride. To their And and their egos, yes.
7: That's the fundamental flaw, the whole thing that that ruins a person and that will always occlude the truth from them is pride. And that's the thing that's... Satan like, feeds on his pride because that's what caused his fall.
5: It was the original
7: sin. Yes. You know, that's the, hor- the most horrible thing you can have. It's like a person just grasping for control. And I, you know, sometimes people are... Like you said about atheists, atheists feel like they're powerless and that's why they seek to control so much because
5: they really don't feel
7: like they have a lot of power.
2: Um, they, they realize they don't know. Right. Because, like, I, they're, they're, actually, know. they're actually agnostics.
5: Right, it's
2: like, de- you know. You know? It, when they say what they when they say I know that there's no god. Do you have any idea how many atheists I have destroyed with scientific facts and logic? I mean, I can't even count how many of them.
7: But do they plug
5: their ears and go la 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 I don't it's hear you. I got
2: to go. They do. You know, you'll, yeah. you'll take back to the big bang for instance, okay? Right. The supposed big bang, whatever really happened.
5: Mm-hmm. And you'll say,
2: "Okay, you know, we Physics tells us that before the Big Bang, there was one tiny little particle of matter yeah. that exploded and created everything. And I say, yeah, that's right. Well, where did that particle come from? Exactly. Well, we, we don't know, blah, blah, blah. blah. That, you huh. know, and you say, we'll say, well, what initiated the explosion? Yeah, exactly. If one little, one little level of energy... It has to come from somewhere. Get this, if one little level of the energetic energy in that explosion had been even on the quantum level different... Nothing at all would exist. Exactly. So, so, what existed before the Big Bang? What existed before the particle came into existence? Where did that come from? You start asking these questions, and those are non scientific questions because, but they're scientific questions. They are, they're, though. They're, yeah. both because they're
7: real questions, they're legitimate scientific questions. They are.
2: Questions. And the reason that they're both non scientific and scientific is because mm-hmm. science is the study of this creation.
5: Okay.
2: Based on the physics and the laws that are in effect here and now. But science has no way at all of gauging anything outside of the universe or universes that it might be that might exist. In other words, whatever preceded the Big Bang, that's outside of the realm of science. Whatever the Big Bang, that's outside see. of the realm of science. They cannot deal with that and they, they lose it, okay? And the more you get into these topics, that you'll you'll see the fear.
7: I just don't do know them. why. What is it to them that they don't know it all? Why do Me. they? Why did, What is it to them? I just well,
2: because anymore. they would have to acknowledge that there are consequences for their choices.
7: Well, they're smart. They are smart.
2: Obviously, yeah, there are consequences for their lifestyle choices, or their opinions, or their activities, their or, you know, or, or their or their hearts, yeah. their egos, their whatever. There's consequences. And they, they think that if they stick their fingers in their ears and go la 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 la, it's not true. It's not true. If they because that's what they're doing, they believe that if they do that, that therefore it won't be true. So really, the atheist is infantile.
7: It is infantile, and it's a denial. It's, an infantile and, it's, infantile. it's and I or I feel like I'm repeating myself today, but like. You know, the way that our culture is and just the whole world as it is right now and how backwards it is. If you think about everything that's going on that I mentioned, the cameras, the GMOs, the CERN, just the geopolitical nature, the endless wars, the things that we've caught, the, the government lying, and it's horrible. All the NDAA that says that we can detain anyone for any reason and not tell anybody. Just crazy stuff going on. It's in, it's accelerating it's 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 out there. They're they're even doing like Super Bowl satanic rituals kind of in front of people, you know. If I'm sure you've seen a Madonna thing or oh, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's it's well, out they think, there. Well they
2: think it's cute. They think it's clever. It's it's like yeah. weak weak nudge nudge, even at other people in that realm. Nudge. Other people who are like in entertainment and business and stuff, and they that's think it's just funny. Talking,
5: it's funny.
7: saying jane you know i i you were you know you knew what you guys know what i mean when when i talk about the people who are really controlling things who may be in cahoots with these principalities know exactly what they're doing and Mm -hmm. they have the technology of these entities you know they are they have already made their decision that they are going to side with satan you know and and to hell with everybody else and they they and they are, they do have things they are aware of facts that we don't know, and therefore they are able to control all you know the world you know and continue deceiving people. So yeah,
2: but you know um, the thing is that uh, when you step on their toes, they react, and it that goes for anybody in this alternate paradigm of, of looking at reality. You know, they think well, you know. Christianity's just superstition, the Judeo-Christian view. No, what, what it basically is is it's a handbook, but it's it's in such a simplified form, in some ways, in parable form, so that everybody can understand it, everybody can comprehend it, everybody has a choice and a chance to come to the realization of the truth. In other words, you can't go to a bunch of people in the Middle East, you know, three thousand years ago, and say the universe was created. By the explosion of a subatomic quantum particle that was initiated by a creator or a creative force, consciously and designed specifically to expand into a very precise system of reality with, with with laws of physics that function properly to allow us to be here now. you can't go explain that to people who are herding sheep
5: mm-hmm.
2: and goats and living you know in, in the wilderness basically. They're not. They're not going to understand that. So what you say is, you, you explain it basically. You say God said, "Let there be light." Mm-hmm. There's your Big Bang right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean that's the thing they they don't understand. They, they they scoff because they say, "Well, these things are primitive." Simplified. No, they're not. They're not primitive. They're simplified and encoded in such a way that great truths can be apprehended without complex explanations.
7: Feel, yeah. but, but the truth is. Elegant and simple, and yes. of The more yes. the more complex you try to explain something, the more muddled it gets. Even yeah. a child can understand the truth. You know, even a child. It's it's the the element of faith that you have to have, like a child, to kind, even kind be of, able kind of to like, appreciate the complexities yeah. of this universe. Well, it's kind
2: of like the, the the atheist who, or or the the so-called hard skeptic who well, isn't really a skeptic at all. He's just a coward who says. Well, I don't believe in, in all these crazy things, but I believe that everything's made out of, of, of molecules and atoms. You know, right. and again, this is all based on people's theories and opinions. It's made out of
7: something. It's like, just like evolution know, and everything. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. But okay, I like for instance, I I personally believe everything's made out of molecules and atoms. Mm-hmm. And I believe this because of of all the hard thinking that's going into that. Right. But, what, but, you know, what, but what creates those molecules and atoms? Where did that come from? You know, there's a reason they called the Higgs boson the God particle. Exactly. Because, because it holds everything together. Well, what created the Higgs boson?
7: That's the exact same conversation created, that my yeah. mom and I were having before and I came you
2: look, Yeah, if you look deeper into the Higgs boson, it's made of particles. What created those particles? You know, what put them all together in that configuration that they had that effect? What creates gravity? We still don't know that for sure. Yes.
7: Look, you know, Mike, you're, you're asking questions that are so basic, right? I mean, they're it. so fundamental. They're so, um, like I said, basic and fundamental, but it's, that's the necessary attitude that one has to have if you're going to really be honest in your see, pursuit of, of the truth.
2: See, the atheist way of looking at things is very close-ended. It can only go so far, and then it's that's it. It's done. It's, it's like you go back to the Big Bang, it's over. That's it. You're done because it, you have, you have, there's, no, there's no such thing as, as, as a call as an event without a cause or a catalyst. There's no so, such thing as a re, as a you know a reaction or something. It's. Yeah, I mean it's fundamental. That's
7: science. But the, see, the thing know, that they it, like to do is they it, like to dismiss you and yes,
2: make yes, fun of
5: you yes, for okay, saying this. I know.
2: They're it's just, just it's it's atheists are idiots. Richard Dawkins is an yeah. idiot. Okay, you don't get something from nothing. That's How impossible.
7: Did, I know. You can't yeah. You can't scientist. program a computer without an author. Just yeah. like our genetics is a program. You can't. Yeah. This doesn't come from nowhere.
2: Everything is information. And that's why now you have people coming out saying, all of reality might be a simulation. We might all be a simulation in a supercomputer somewhere. Okay, that's another atheistic way of looking at things because that says it's not God, it's some computer scientist in oh. another dimension or a higher dimension. Opera, okay, but, but it's
7: not okay, somebody's stop. computer.
2: Let's, let's say this. If it's, let's say that's true. This is all simulation.
7: Right.
2: Who created the people who wrote the simulation? Yeah, exactly. So, so. And, and who created their creators?
5: Where, is, our,
2: where is the root? It doesn't go that forever because that's not logical. That's, that's, that, that's, you cannot get something from nothing.
7: But Mike, to have that attitude and have that question, you have to—that's—that's that's the same kind of spirit of uh, science and, and questioning that would make a person understand why the world acts the way it acts. It's because a yeah. person wants to know what the root cause is of something.
2: Yeah.
5: Right.
2: And so, I mean, and so, yeah, sure. And so now you have this this paradigm where everybody can say anything they want to. And it's all considered equally valid. But really, it's not. All opinions are not equal. Okay, Truth is not. True. You know, you have people say, what's true for you is not true for me. I have my own personal truth. No, you don't. You have your own opinions about what things
7: Jill are. Philip okay, Dick said, uh, reality is that which, uh, even if you stop believing in it, still exists.
2: Right. Exactly. And it, it's kind of like the, the people who, you know, um, think they can do certain things, and they go and say, I'm going to do this, and they go and do it, and they die that's right. something you can do, you know. You can, you
7: Sorry, can be an and say, think that you're superman and just yes. because you think that you are and you jump off a three story building doesn't mean that you are. Because now, there are laws
2: it, there are laws in place.
7: Exactly. Now that goes against what those people place. who say that well, well that's true for me though, man. Like that's yeah, so
2: and see there there are also spiritual laws in place. So that if happens. you want to, you could replace the word spiritual with quantum and and or eternal laws laws that are outside of, of your your system of checks and measures your t- your tools of measurement do not apply because they have not been invented yet and they probably never will be
7: and go back for the audience so, what this quantum law, some of the, the quantum laws are is if you're observing particles they behave differently yeah
2: well just go look up the heisenberg uncertainty principle it oh. pretty much explains it you know all of reality is affected by our our expectations and our consciousness
5: in our intentions, on
2: the most on the, on the, yes, on the most fundamental level, the smallest, tiniest level that underlies everything. So when you reach that realization, that's not science anymore. That's mysticism. That's spiritualism. That's right. that's you know that's the occult. When you reach that level of understanding, then you understand why some of the things that Jesus said, some of the things he did about faith and about you know. About he says something about people being given over to their evil imaginations. Uh, Some of the apostles said that. You know, if you dwell on Jesus said, you know, those things that you dwell on in your heart, that's that's what you will, that's what you will be, that's what you you will get. You know, the
7: bottom line is that we do live in a spiritual world. Our our universe, our existence is much more than um, what what every the physical. Um, We live in every the world that we live in is like you said, where your heart is, where your mind is, where your, your spirit is, yeah. is how it will manifest your reality for you. And that, and that that right there, they they quote unquote they don't want you to realize that or keep that thought and present in your mind because that will change that will change a lot. You know, that changes that changes the world for you.
1: Changes everything.
7: Right. Mm hmm. Yes. All right. Well, uh,
1: Jane, Mike. Unfortunately, we are almost out of time here. So, Jane, I wanted to uh, give you the opportunity to uh, uh, let our listeners uh, know where they can find out uh, more about you online.
7: All right. Well, you can go to my uh, Facebook page, which is just Jane Rodriguez. Look under Jane Rodriguez. Um, I'm hooked up with Crypto Four Corners International. Uh, you can. I, I'm uh, administrator of that Facebook page, and I'm with JC. Um, partnered up with him, helping him rather. Uh, I have my blog, the Jane Rodriguez blog, that wordpress.com. I also uh, every Wednesday I do a show, at the Cafe Enigma show. And um, yeah, that's the RJG one two three at hotmail. Is another way. If you've got something you want to say or question or something you want to discuss, feel free.
1: And uh, where where can they uh, where can they find your uh, podcast online, the Cafe Enigma? Oh, yes.
7: Yes, Um just the best way to do it is just to go to our uh, Facebook page. I found that that's the simplest way. Just look Cafe Enigma up on Facebook. We're the only one. And that'll give you our archive list and hook us, hook you up to our blog and, and everything, our live show. It's every Wednesday, 5pm Central.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, videos of how uh, oh, you yeah. played your saxophone?
7: Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, I kind of have a ghetto YouTube page, but, hey, you can still see me play. Um, It's Pandora Fix. Uh, Just search Pandora Fix, or Jane Rodriguez, and YouTube, and you can find me. Or just type in YouTube, uh, backwards slash Pandora Fix. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good.
2: We sure enjoyed you being on the show. We appreciate you coming on.
7: This is awesome. I had such a fun time. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, it, was, it was our pleasure. This was uh, this, this was absolutely an incredible show, and I mean, you know, we may we may have had some uh, uh, some Skype problems here and there throughout, and uh, but uh, you know, we managed to we managed to get through, and uh, so uh, really appreciate you taking your time for us uh, tonight, Jane.
7: I am all smiles. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Jane. You have a great week,
1: too. All right. Well, we need to wrap it up here, Mike. So uh, I hope you have a, a great week. And uh, we'll, uh, too, we'll, we'll be back again uh, next week for hopefully a, another fantastic program on the Outer Edge. So everyone out right. there, uh, take care. And uh, we'll see you all again really soon.